Well, we know that in the game of life, if you're not buying in, you're not going to win. So it's time for you to understand that you need to buy in. You need to tell yourself that you are worth this. This is your life. This is your time to create your own opportunities. Do this for you. Hey, Sarah Marie Thompson here from Wild and Creative. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here because we are going to be diving into fun ways to increase your personal power and everyday magic on every single episode. Okay, we want to know how you're playing in the game of life, how it's creating you suffering, how it is not allowing you to um, expand, all that kind of stuff, um, why you're still stuck, how to recognize your lack of self-worth, Okay, and how you can change it all. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of different little mini corrections or even just ways that you can kind of think about things differently. It's going to make a huge difference, okay? And I did put out a post in the, in the uh, group today, and I kind of asked the question of like, hey, you know, has your life really changed since January? You know, and I'm assuming that for a lot of people it hasn't, right? I know that for some people it has, um, but for a lot of people it hasn't. And why is that you think you know what I mean like why is that could it be well I just didn't have the money to do something no money is literally a result you can always find money if you really need to and we're going to get into that as well the question is to ask yourself right now as we're doing this um, have you gotten to where you really wanted to go yet we have to ask the question of why do you think that is that we're still that we're still not expanding, right? We have to look at that. As you have heard me say a million times, we have to create our own opportunities. We cannot wait for opportunities to fall into our lap. I know so many people wait for opportunities to fall into their lap, and not only is it dangerous, it doesn't get you anywhere, okay? So I've always been a huge advocate for creating your own opportunities. I find that Creative individuals, like the real creative individuals, sometimes are the biggest contradictions. We sometimes don't often create those big opportunities for themselves ourselves. We kind of just stay creating our small things, right? So it's really, really important that we create the big possibilities for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like if it is something where we want to expand and we want to become visible online or something like that, we cannot wait for somebody to ask us to be in their podcast or do something like that we have to create our own podcast we have to friggin create our own um video series summit or whatever i remember when i did my first video series or summit i was totally freaked out i didn't even know how to record it but i did it anyway i just organized it and then i learned it okay and from that you know that i mean that was a huge growth uh, piece of my business as well um we honestly have to look at okay where do i want to go even if I just am like kind of guessing, like I don't know the answers to this, but where do I really want to go? Um, and what does that really mean? Okay, I want to be well known for doing something amazing, say be well known online or, or what have you or on TV or something like that. How can I jump? How can I make a huge jump so that I can actually just get into this? Like the faster, the better. That's usually creating your own thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't beat them, join them in a sense. But it's like, create your own thing so that you can you can be that person already, right? So don't hold back. That's a really, really big, huge, huge thing. There is such a danger in waiting for opportunities to come to you. And there are so many people out there, and I know, I know a ton of them. There are so many people out there that wait for 
the best opportunities that them to get themselves involved in. You know what I mean? And you can see the lack of purpose. You can kind of see the lack of spark. Um, you can see the lack of momentum because essentially they're using other people to get ahead um, in a roundabout way. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but in a roundabout way. And so you really have to honestly be that person that creates the opportunity for yourself Okay. And honestly, from there, then you can really like, you know, share what you're doing. Then you can ask other people to join you. Um, and that kind of thing. It always is, you know, your decision, whether or not what things you get involved in and that kind of stuff. At the very, very beginning, that's how I created a massive following online. Um, I was at first, I remember this, I remember this moment and we were creating a coffee table book. If you kind of know my story, right? Like from the very beginning, we were creating a coffee table book and then we're like, who's going to buy the book? We don't have anybody. We don't have a following. And, and I remember um, somebody else that I was working with was like, well, maybe we should just contact all these other people and get them to share it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, hell no, let's just hop online. We're going to just start creating our own community and we're going to be in charge. We're going to share it from there. You know what I mean? Like you have to take the reins of your own life. Like you have to start now you know what i mean um people out there there's so many people out there right now this is something i'm so like passionate about talking about there's so many people out there right now you might be one of them okay and i'm not talking about anybody specific but there's so many people out there right now that are wasting the opportunities that are kind of that that they have kind of created essentially for themselves right but they're wasting opportunities so let me give you an example okay let me give you an example. This is like prime example, okay? So say um, say somebody is offering free mentorship or free coaching or something like that for a day, okay? And somebody signs up. They want to sign up. They want to get like an hour mentorship with you or whatever. Then they don't show up on the call, right? We've all had that before. It's all happened before, but they don't show up on the call. Okay, why, you think? Okay, was it that they were like, meh, I just want to go today. I'm just going to like blow that person off. Or was it that their ego was like, get involved, do all these other different things so you forget about it. You know what I mean? So sometimes there are opportunities that come for you, right? And you're involved in them. And they are opportunities that are going to help you expand immensely. Maybe someone gifts you a program that the universe is like, this is going to be perfect for you. Or maybe you get something else, right? And you don't take the opportunity like you don't do it like you don't even get involved like you're like maybe it's that you want to but your ego is just like nope stay small don't do it like let's just like work on something else like let's just I've given away a lot of programs in my life right like whether it be from like free programs or paid programs or what have you like I, I gift a lot of different things like you know over the span of a year okay and some of these things that I've gifted I'll look in the back end of my programs all the people that have usually paid the program have taken the program. All the people that have got usually gifted the program, I'm not saying everybody, but like most people, hardly have looked at it at all. Okay, so that's fine. Like whatever, that's the way that it usually is. All I'm saying is like if that's you, you really need to look at these things that you have available to you, right? These tools, these um, experiences that you have available to you to help you learn, help you expand, help you become better versions of yourself. When you are at home complaining that your life is shitty, talking about creating your opportunities but I'm also talking about like the experiences that you can have and um, like tune into right so that's really huge look at the things that you have around look at the the tools the learning the education that you have around what are you not actually diving into right we're going to get into this even more about resistance but 
For now, I just want you to kind of think about that. Write down kind of maybe some of the things that you have been um, provided with or gifted or even signed up for. We sign up for a lot of programs too, right? And we end up not taking them. They end up in like this huge like file in our computers and we do not end up taking them. Okay, I've got this huge list of things I'm going to mention here. So right now, um, hesitation. Okay, well, the things that you're hesitating on are usually the things that you need the most. So the things that you're hesitating on and not fully showing up, right? These are usually the things that we need the most that our ego is kind of like blocking us. Because the things that we hesitate on are usually the things we have an emotional charge around, right? So look at all of these things that you're kind of wanting to do. You know deep down in your soul that it, you know, it is a calling for you, yet you do have that crazy hesitation with, um, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a book, and you've been saying that for four years, and it hasn't started. You know what I mean? Or, oh, I'm going to create that program, and your friends are like, yeah, you know, you've been telling us about it for six months. Just do it already. Like, these things that we hesitate on are usually the ones where they're emotionally charged around and that we care a lot about. So... Our ego gets in the way and it's like, you know what, if you're not, not going to do it perfectly or you're not going to do it like the way that you want it to do, um, you know, it's not going to work out, right? So that's kind of like how our ego gets in the way of all of these different things. Um, normally, when we are hesitating on a lot of different things, and this is even a prime example. Say you're reading a book or going over a program or something like that, okay? You open it up. And all of a sudden you're reading through these topics and that kind of thing. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to skim over this topic here. What I have found in the past, and this is this is prime example for me too. What I have found in the past is that those things that I'm skimming over that I think I don't really need to like dive into, that I don't need to learn again, or, um, uh, you know, I'm just going to skim over. That's <laughs> my kitty in the back. Um, are the things that I actually need to relearn. You know what I mean? I think I know them. My ego is like, ah, oh, I already know that. But you actually really need to relearn and dive into those things. So catch yourself next time you're reading something or watching something and you want to skim over and that kind of thing. Um, even this video, right? If you're just like, eh, I'm just going to like fast forward. Watch what everything that I'm saying because honestly, where you have these hesitations is probably something that you really, really need to dive into and be very aware of. So the things that are not working out in your life that are really, really sludgy, right? We all have these kind of areas of your life. But if, again, you know, you have looked at this whole entire year and been like, I'm in the exact same place I was in January and it's November already. It's almost a year. You know, a few little things have happened here and there, but technically I'm in the exact same place. Okay, so that means that life's not really working out the best for you probably or you have not progressed in in many different ways and it feels sludgy the most important thing for you to do at this time in some way is shift your vibe you have to shift your vibe or else the energy is not going to change right i always get this saying wrong but you guys know it it's just you know like um we can't expect change when we're doing the same things all the time i always get it wrong but you guys know what i'm saying so honestly, if we're living the exact same life every single day, day to day to day, we can't expect anything to change. Like we really, really honestly can't. Um, if there is a change, like if you're saving money or something like that, maybe small incrementally it's growing or that kind of thing. But other than that, your life is not really fully changing to any kind of big capacity, right? It really isn't. So you've got to shift your vibe. So ways that you have to, ways you can shift your vibe is now to look at what your reality is that you really want to create. Okay, so obviously we all have dreams, we all have desires, and it's important for us to actually record them and write them down. So check out what is the reality that we really, really want to create, even if it's like a small shift in our life, okay? What is the reality we really want to create? 
because we need to now set the momentum for us to create that vibration of, of having it now, essentially, right? You've heard of this before. It's kind of like the law of attraction in a sense, but it's a little bit more... I'm going to say a little bit more tangible than just thinking about it on your couch. So for example, right now, I'm just going to do like, say you want to create um, a book. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there that want to create a book, right? So, and you honestly have been thinking about creating your book for a number of years. Nothing is going on. Nothing's happening. Nothing in your life is changing, but it's a major desire of yours. And you know that you want to have it happen. So right now, what I would do, and I've been there before for this too, right now, if I want to create a book, what I'm going to do is actually, first and foremost, I'm going to head to the bookstore. I'm going to go in the bookstore, and I'm going to see which books I'm really falling in love with. What books um, covers am I falling in love with? Um, what kind of genres? Just like get into the whole kind of, ask, like the whole, the whole vibe of the whole bookstore kind of idea, right? Bookstores are amazing. They can make us feel successful. They can make us feel on track. They can make us feel happy, inspired, creative. I know years and years ago when I was so unbelievably lost and feeling lost all the time, I would always head to the bookstores and honestly just like smell the books. I would, and I would just be there just kind of basking in the success and the um, creativity and the inspiration of all these authors that have created books like before me. And it felt so good. Like I felt like there was hope. Like, I felt as though all the answers were in that bookstore and I was super, super close to them, right? Again, if you're trying to write a book, I'm going to give you an example of what shifting your vibe would be like for this. If you're going to write a book, you're going to go to the bookstore, you're going to check it all out, right? Then you're literally going to think about, okay, what is the topic of my book that I want to write, okay? And you're going to start writing like tangibly start writing about this book, not in your head. Like we all think about, I'm writing a book in my head for two years. Like, no, we're going to now get it out on paper. Okay. Then we're literally going to shift into the vibration of what would it look like if my book got published? Would I be traveling? Would I be um, doing um, uh, book signings? All that kind of stuff. And what does that look like? Okay. Maybe if there's a book signing in your area, go to that book signing, see what it's all about, right? Like actually get yourself into the, um, momentum into the ideas of being part of that world, right? Being part of that reality, really, really switch it up in that sense. And honestly, then start breaking down your book in forms of like, kind of like a skeleton of your book, right? Now you're actually in the game. Now you have actually kind of created a bit of a framework for your book. You're more ahead than you ever were a year ago. You know what I mean? So it really just takes really quick shifts for you to actually tr start to transform your reality and start the momentum of you creating that goal. A lot of people will find that they hold back on starting these endeavors or journeys that really mean a lot to them because of the little logistical parts of it, okay? So for example, I know that before I created my very first video interview series a couple years ago, I like organized it all, organized the um, interviews, all that kind of stuff, but then I was like scared shitless and I kept kind of putting off this one interview because I didn't know how to work the recording software, okay? <laughs> Why would that hold me back? I don't know, honestly, it's just one of those things where our ego wants to keep us safe and we get fearful. So if there's anything in your business right now that you're fearful of, whether it be, you know, oh, I think that having a website or something like that's gonna be too much money or, or this and that, honestly, start diving in and looking at prices of things. Make the fear move away, you know what I mean? Um, for you to have a running website every year, chances are it's gonna be a couple hundred bucks. 
couple hundred bucks. Whoa, that could be a lot, like for a lot of people, right? But it's like, hello, you're in business. What's the goal here? To make number of thousands of dollars? It'll pay for itself. So it's so funny. I'm going to actually get into more about this too, but we have these contradictions. We want to do these things, want to create these lives for ourselves, yet we are not willing to do these small little things or even learn about different things that we need, right, that can help us get us on track and help us move forward. So education really is power. It really, really is. The more you know about things, the more you have less fear around them, right? And fear isn't real. It's just kind of like an idea that we have about things. Um, I know that uh, I knew a girl for a long time that wanted to start a business, but her fear was around paying taxes. She didn't want to pay taxes. She didn't want to get audited. Well, it's like, why are you moving into your business with that belief? Like, isn't that strange? Why are you moving into your business with that belief? And you know what? As you organize your business properly and just kind of put away, uh, put aside tax money here and there, that kind of thing, it's going to pay for itself. So don't worry. It's all of these little things we're fearful of and that keep us stuck and that kind of, that kind of thing. Um, whatever it is you want that reality to be, start moving in the direction of that. Make time for whatever that's going to, you know, kind of get you into the momentum of that. Um, go to a specific place that's going to kind of push you into the vibe of that, right? Um, just start now. Just start getting involved in that lifestyle, getting involved in that reality, getting involved in the momentum of what it's like to be maybe around these people, have these mentors, all that kind of stuff. It will literally change your life. You have to present to the world who you want to become or else the universe can't meet you halfway. Simple as that. It absolutely can't meet you halfway. Um, then there is the other piece of the pie here where we've all dealt with this before, but it's about you feeling like you're a fraud or maybe a liar or um, fake in some way, right? We've all heard the term fake it till you make it, right? Which is, you know, like a, a popular term and it actually has some merit. But the whole thing that I have found is that when we are faking something that is not in alignment with us, we don't grow and expand anyway. So what we need to do is wholeheartedly and like really in tune with our soul, we have to figure out, you know, what it is that we want to do, who we want to be and why, okay? And therefore, coming from that place instead of just the whole fake it till you make it, that's going to actually help us propel us and help us expand into the direction that we want to go. Because if you are somebody that is feeling like a fake or a fraud or what have you, or you're having those feelings, right? Because say you're starting a business and you haven't got a lot of clients yet, right? And you are, um, well, I'll give you an example. Um, when I first started my business, well, I started about five years ago, but when I first started my kind of mentorship portion of my business, I was um, mentoring women on the uh, on the fact that they can create anything. They can create the life that they want. They can create the reality they, that they want. They can create amazing business for themselves. They can create a great income for themselves, all that kind of stuff. And I was having trouble with the alignment of that at the beginning because I still had a large corporate job. And so essentially, I felt like a fraud in my message. So if you are feeling like a fraud or something like that, look at your message and see how you can just change it. If there's some other kind of like exterior um, things that you can't change, right? Say you still really need your job at the moment until you progress, that kind of thing. Um, just kind of change the way that your message that your messages, but still keeping in in um, in congruency with your purpose and all that kind of stuff. But just just maybe change the way that you are the angling a few different things, and that might help you with the whole kind of fraud piece. 
Because so many people honestly do feel that way, and I think that that stops them from the whole expansion piece. Just look at your message, look what you are um, trying to portray, um, and just kind of almost word it in a different way where it feels truthful to you, it feels honest to you, it feels um, like transparent in a way, right? Because there's no there's no fraud if you're living your truth. You know what I mean? There's no fraud, fraud, fraudulent ideas or beliefs anybody's really going to have about you. It's really you feeling that way about yourself, right? Obviously, if you're online and realistically, people kind of know what you're up to and you're telling them that you're making a million dollars, but your courses are only like $99. I mean, <laughs> that's when people might get like a little bit of a like untruthful idea about you. But the whole thing is to just be transparent, let people know what your story is, what you're going through, where you are at in life, and people are going to connect with you on that level. And it's going to be that much more po um, powerful than you ever could imagine. Because people want to know that you're a real person. People want to know that you have gone through struggles, that you've gone through times of ch and challenging times, all that kind of stuff, right? They don't want to know that you're just perfect, came onto the scene with, um, you know, just a great business and making a lot of money, right? That's not usually the case, right? So people want to know the real you. We kind of talked this uh, talked about this just a little bit, but what you ignore and disregard on the day-to-day usually means that you do need this the most. So we talked about this a little bit before, but say, for example, you are hesitating on buying a book, or you're hesitating on buying a program that you know that you really, really want, or you're hesitating on even um, creating a program that you know that will be really, really useful, right? Honestly, I'm going back again to this because it's such a big piece, but you really have to look and see and and dive deep into these things that you're hesitating on doing and the things that you are almost kind of resisting doing, right? These are these are the things that are popping up for you and kind of staying in your psyche for a reason. Whether it be subconscious, conscious, what have you, these things keep popping up for you. So you have to really look and see what these things are all about. Setting up yourself in the game of life. I talked about this in the topic. It's really, really important because so many people are not actually seeing how they're setting themselves up energetically in this game of life that we're playing. So if you look at the game of life, right, there's what happens. You buy different things. You buy malls or you buy, like, even look at Monopoly. You want to buy, for you to win Monopoly, you've got to have the Monopoly of the town, right? So I'm not saying that you have to go buy houses and all that stuff to be successful. What I'm saying is that nobody ever wins Monopoly by not investing in themselves, okay? Same with the game of life. Nobody ever wins the game of life by not investing in themselves in some way. That is what these games teach us. That's why I love these, like, simple old games because, you know what, like, what a perfect, actually energetic kind of a game for you to play with your family and that kind of thing. Because, you know, you've, you've got some money at the beginning, right? And then you're, like, buying things. You're like, I'm going to buy that hotel, right? And you're feeling good and, like, the energy is high because you feel powerful. You feel in control. You feel like you're investing in yourselves. You feel like you're getting somewhere, right? And although you might lose a game here or there, it's that important. It's that um, vibration that you really, really, really want to get into. And so the whole question behind this, and this is such an important topic I really wanted to talk about today, uh, what do you feel your self-worth is actually reflective of? So if you look at your little, if you look at yourself right now in, the, in this game of life, right, what kind of things are you not investing in yourself with? Is it, you know, I'm just not ready to 
purchase an email autoresponder for $20 a month. I'd rather just like type them all in every single time and like thousand emails. You know what I mean? Like why would you do that? Wouldn't the $20 a month you'd be spending on an email autoresponder be a lot more efficient and give you less headaches and, and give you more of a sense of pride and uh, make your business that more professional? Right? Where are you not buying in? And here's the thing, like here's the dichotomy of it all, because I know that there are so many people that tell me online all the time, like through different posts and that kind of thing, I want to do this and I want to change my life, but I don't have the money to do it. Okay, here's the thing. I have absolutely 100%, there's been a time in my life where I didn't even have a dollar. I had credit cards, I had bank accounts, all that kind of stuff. I, I remember this one day, I did not even have a dollar and I couldn't even go like, to Starbucks and get a coffee or whatever. And I didn't want to ask my boyfriend, like my husband now at the time, but you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to ask him for money, but because I felt so unbelievably like how bottom of the barrel like could you actually get? I knew that there was like money coming to me like in a couple weeks or in a week or something like that, or I was hadn't got paid for something, but there was actually a day where I didn't have a dollar. So you can't tell me that if you're right now like short on money or don't have very much money that you can't turn that around because you can, because I have, because many, many other people have, right? Because that's just the way that it is. You have to shift your self-worth. So where in your life are you not buying in? And if the answer or the or yeah, the answer to that is just simply because, you know, I'm not buying into saving like a program or mentorship or a book I want or something like that because I don't have any money. Um, you can make the money for that book. It's really about how much are you going to put your energy into finding that money, okay? There are so many ways. You are richer than you think. We all know this. Different perspectives of people, right? Because I remember I had this friend. This was growing up in, like, we were teenagers, and, you know, when you're teenagers, you don't usually have a ton of money, right? And I remember asking her, I was like, well, let's go out tonight. She's like, oh, I can't. I'm so poor. And I was like, well, okay, how much money do you have? She's like, I only have $1,000 left. And I was like, dude, I have $20, right? <laughs> so it's all a perspective. And I think that it's so interesting because even her, right, whoever that was, you know, she had the ability to, I'm not saying go out that night, but I'm just saying she had the ability, she had something to work with there, right? And so yet she felt poor and that her self-worth was low in that moment where I'm like, hey, I've got $20, like, what can I spend this on to, like, better myself, right? So it's all a perception. It's all a, per a perception switch. So, again, the big question is, why are you not buying in? If it's because you are feeling as though you hesitate on a lot of stuff, well, look back what we just talked about. What are you hesitating on? Those are usually the things that you need the most. If you are wanting to um, work with somebody that has built a huge business online and is wanting to, you know, you know that they can show you the methods and the ways and the tools to jump ahead fast in your business and create something amazing, then, you know, why are you hesitating on working with them if you know that that is going to be a really big help and you know that they're going to be a role model for you to, to help you shift into your business, right? Um, you know, it's funny, like I talk with a lot of different women especially about um, working with me with mentorship. Just to give you an example, um, I would probably say that about 60 of the women, 60%, 70% of the women that I talk to actually ended up work, end up working with me. And then there is that, you know, about 30% that simply allow their ego or allow their um, fear or allow their uh, the result of what's going on in their life right now to to not allow them to progress. And those are usually the women that really actually deep within their heart, like want it so badly, like really want to progress. They really know that they have a passion, they have a purpose, and they want to dive deep and they really want to go further, right? But they allow their circumstance of the moment to not allow them to do that, right? 
I know one lady actually that had that situation and she switched it all around after talking with me and she actually, I can't remember what she did. Um, I think it was like she literally like purged a whole bunch of stuff in her house, had two garage sales back to back and she made it work. She made it happen because she was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let this stupid result of what's going on in my life right now stop me. And we ended up working together and she ended up building an amazing, amazing business, which I do believe actually to this day probably is making her about $25,000 a month. So that it just shows you what you can really do when you say like, F you ego, I'm going to like move forward. This is, I'm in charge. You know what I mean? Like I'm in charge now. You know what I mean? You're not going to win Monopoly if you're not buying in and you're not investing in yourself. And that doesn't just mean with mentorship, that could mean um, if you have some amazing job interviews, right? And you have $1,000 in your bank account and you don't have a really nice outfit to wear. Why are you going to wear your sweatpants instead of going out and buying, you know, a $150 outfit? I know that sounds expensive at the time, but if that's going to get you an amazing job that in the end is going to actually bring in that much more income for you and your family, like, wouldn't that be worth it? So look at the things, like, where's the contradiction here? Where's the things that you are wanting to create, but there's that huge contradiction that you're not allowing yourself to, to get through, right? There are people online that literally just go around, grab all the opt-ins, grab all the freebies um, for years and years. They Maybe they still come in, maybe they don't, but they do not invest in themselves, even five, $25. You know what I mean? You might be one of these people. So I want to ask you if you are one of these people, even if you hardly invest in yourself at all, maybe, you know what I mean, like $100 a year or something like that. I want to ask you, has your life actually really changed momentously, like within the last year, if you are a freebie grabber? Because there's a couple things happening here. One, yes, you're get diving into some education that's free, which is great, right? You know, you're maximizing that, um, which is great. But if you are not investing in yourself, you're essentially telling the universe, I'm only worth freebies, okay? I'm only worth freebies. Again, this this probably can relate to so many different people. And I know for me at the beginning, especially when I was first kind of diving into business and that kind of thing, what we spend our money on, what we spend like monetarily or energetically monetarily, um, what we spend that on is a huge telltale sign of our self-worth, but it's also a huge telltale sign of where we want to go in life and, and how we want the universe to actually support us. Because if we are not um, investing in ourselves in any way, you know what I mean? We are saying the universe that we're not worth it. I thought that at the beginning, when I first started business, this was for a couple years at the beginning, I thought I could learn it all by myself. I was like, oh, I can learn it all online. I'm just going to like look through you, uh, Google. I'm just going to learn a bunch of stuff. I'll check out what other people are doing. I'll just like figure it out, all that kind of stuff. And I was progressing so unbelievably slowly. I was getting a huge following, but the whole back end of how to monetize and how to do all these things, unbelievably slow. I could not figure out why, okay? I thought that all my investment money actually just went into books. I just buy books, new books all the time. I love books. But I would not invest in programs. I would not invest in um, group programs, mentorship, anything like that. The moment that I invested in myself with a business mentor, everything shifted. She provided me with the insight to what's going on behind the scenes, what programs I need to use that's going to maximize my um, monetary gain or even my visibility. She basically gave me like, even in my our first call, she gave me the quick roadmap to be like, no, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. This is alignment with what you're kind of doing. These are the programs that you need. Like you do not need this. This is a waste of money. And I was just like, oh my God, 
all that stuff just like I was working on for two years and you've literally just shown me a very clear path now as to what I need to do within one call and that's the beauty of working with a mentor especially one that has gain visibility online and is making an income for themselves because they have done the work, they've done their due diligence already, they've had the trial and error, they've worked with other mentors, all that kind of stuff, right? Me, I'm still always working with other mentors, always scaling up my vibration, always scaling up my business, everything like that, right? So again, that is the beauty of working with somebody, if you weren't exactly 100% clear. That's the beauty of buying in. So how much did I work? How much was that mentor specifically? I mean, I've worked with so many over the number of years, but my first mentor I think was about $2,800 or something like that. For $2,800, I completely shifted the trajectory of my business and got it moving into a space where I was making an income like within the first month. I had some pieces, but I just didn't have them put together properly, right? There are some women that I start working with right away. They don't have a website. They don't have a presence. They don't have anything, which is fine. But the whole idea about us working together in those first calls, right, is about what's your alignment, what's your purpose, let's make everything super, like, lined up here, so that when we start implementing these big programs and tools and that kind of stuff, which when I say big programs, I don't want you to get scared, because it's really just a great way to automate yourself, right, it's a helpful program, when we implement the helpful programs, it's like boom, 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 right, of course, it's not overnight, but I'm just saying it's boom, boom, boom in a fast, a much faster way than you would ever figure it out on your own. So I know that there are a lot of women out there that literally just, you know, buy books like I used to do, right? Or don't invest in themselves in any way, the freebie grabbers online. And I just want you to, you know, if that is you, I just want, to ask, want you to ask yourself, how has your life really changed by grabbing those freebies for so long? Okay, done. Until next time, feel free to check out wildandcreative.com where you can find me as well as a ton of other fun, magical, creative activities for you to take part in. Thank you for listening.